Hi guys, uh, just wanted to give you an intro on what this episode is going to be about. So today's episode, we're going to cover the elections, uh, stress relief from the election. So some stress relief tactics that the guys have kind of developed over time. Um, high school memories is something we're going to briefly brush up on. And then we'll figure out who in this group has a sweet tooth. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Trainer Feed. In light of the U.S. election currently going on, we're going to do an episode a bit more focused on that. So let's just see how the guys are doing. David, how you doing? I'm good. Waiting for Nevada to hurry the fuck up. <laughs> well, other than that, other than that, I'm good. Aren't we doing more than just the election? Didn't we speak about? Yeah, that? we're. My bad. I'm sorry. We're gonna. We're also because this can be a stressful time for some of us. We're going to talk a little about about um strategies that we incorporate to deal with stress so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well so my bad you're right angel my bad. there we go how are you doing i'm doing good man i'm chilling <laughs> you know it, it was a stressful week i definitely um can talk a little bit more about like stress and how it's affected me um i'm sure everybody's going through it at some in some way shape or form but how are you doing i'm good um it's I think everyone is stressed. And when I've spoken to some clients about the stress of the elections, some of them have, have made good points and saying like, it's, it's not something you can control and something that I've read often. Like it's hard to stress or is saying you shouldn't, but it's hard to stress about something you cannot control, right? If something is within your, your control, your grasp, that's different, but this you have absolutely no control, which can make it almost worse, right? Because you yeah. cannot control the outcome. So, um, but I mean, doing relatively well, healthy. And uh, even though a lot of the streets in New York City are boarded up or like a lot of the windows, I so far haven't seen anything. I don't know about near you guys, but. It's just been loud. I haven't seen anything. I mean, no. The only stuff I've seen was the stuff going on in the news, but I honestly haven't seen shit going on. Yeah, it's just been like uh, protesting or marches. Um, yeah. And then, you know, everybody in harlem has a motorcycle that they or dirt bike sorry dirt bike. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty you just blew out everybody's ears who's listening to the podcast but uh, that's how it sounds like um and then yeah just people just chanting dirt bikes cops all that stuff but it doesn't seem like anything crazy is actually happening it's just everybody's just restless young and restless what Angel's not telling the listeners is he's actually leading all this. <laughs> I'm leading the dirt, <laughs> leading the dirt bike. Angel's the dirt one with dirt bike, like on one leg, on one hand, like not looking, like doing the tricks. <laughs> doing wheelies. If you ever see those guys in the Angel's city, like, Meek Mill's got nothing on me. Oh like, yeah, they're crazy, man. Oh, there was last night. Actually, I want to say real quick, hmm. when the Trader Joe's, I'm headed back. I'm on Sixth Avenue. That's the way I come home, and near. Um, Herald Square, this guy's on a bike, but it's like a bike, like a pedal bike. He, it's one of those where the seat and the handles are like six feet up in the air. Have you guys ever seen those? It's like yeah. the old fashioned ones. And yeah. I'll, I quote, I shit you not. A police officer was like in the middle of the street, like helping people cross. And then it was a green light. So he goes, this guy on this thing, like kind of pretends like to like, stop into him and then skirts around him. And the policeman was like, he was so up. I was like, this is like a um, a world star or like hook clips, like waiting to be recorded. But it was fucked up. Yeah, I mean the police ones are like, well, fuck, like those. My whole thing is like, what's the point of that? I mean, it just of the bike or that that movement of the of the taunting. Yeah, I don't. I mean, would it had it been a normal civil civilian, would he have done it? Probably. I mean, 
I mean, I was scared for the policeman, obviously, when I saw it, I was like, I thought he was just going to smash into him. But I was also scared that someone's like six feet in the air cycling off. I'm like, so, like catch me if you can. That's <laughs> right. Like, hey, catch me. I'm the Daft Punk Cruise guy. That <laughs> wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Uh, at first, I was like, I don't know. Um, yeah, just so uh, our listeners kind of know as well, uh, this is recorded on 11 6 um, at 2 p.m., right? So we're probably going to know a lot more probably at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. At least that's what they're saying. So, yeah. They've been saying that for three days. Yeah. I saw some, somebody posted something that said, uh, 2020 has been uh, the year where April just carried on for like six months. And then it's like from the same year that bought you April for four months, this is Tuesday for five days, right? Like a movie intro or something like that. Because it's just been the election for like the past five days. Uh, yeah, because I am, um, to some of my friends who are like hockey infused, I've, I've referenced this as like a game seven in the fifth overtime. I was like, fucking hell. This just won't end. Mm-hmm. And like, and then when Biden went up to 253, I believe, I was like, oh, now he's on the power play. Like, he's like, or well, when the poll this morning where he was leading every state, I was like, all right, now he's got like a big power play. But like, it's never ending. Yeah. And then so, the numbers um, are changed. Like, depending on what source you look at, like, the numbers are in yeah. different ways. I think Trump stays at the same number, but Biden keeps going up or going down depending on what source you're looking at. Because of the mail in votes. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird, and that's... I don't know if everybody's using the Associated Press numbers, you know? Yeah, I think it was... So I think it's Associated Press and Fox News have it at one number, and then, like, kind of all the other media outlets have it as another number. And has it as if Biden hasn't won Arizona yet. Mm. And that's what I see on CNN, I think. That's why it says, like, 253 rather than 264. Right. But let's talk about like why it's so close or what does that represent? Like the fact that it's such a close sort of election, like what does that mean for everybody? For us specifically or just the U.S. in general? Uh, I guess the U.S. in general. I mean, us, uh, I mean, we're going to keep doing what we got to do, right? Keep making the trainer feed, keep training people. Yeah, keep training people. No, but honestly, I feel like it's, um, I'll say this, this is not a stab at anyone. I think like, uh, me and David have definitely noticed some people that we perhaps were shocked or of things they came out or posted. And like, and I think Angel, you made a point of saying like, listen, like everyone's entitled to their own opinion, mm. but I would say that it's just been very, um, look, at the end of the day, I think it's been interesting that it's, I, def- I was definitely someone of opinion thinking that it wouldn't even be close. Like it has been. Um, but what does it mean? Like, I mean, uh, I still think, given if it's Biden that wins, right? Like personally, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, but like the change isn't going to happen overnight. And even with him in power, I still think like it's very, I, as a, I'm a permanent resident. Unfortunately, I'm not a citizen. It stopped during this whole process. I wasn't even able to vote, which is a little bit frustrating. Thankfully, New York was, you know, went the right way, but it's a very eye opening, at least for me, having only really ever lived in the, in the, the New York Metro tri-state area, to see the rest of the country. Like I'm still very naive to the thinking and it's very eye-opening. Even if you look at New York state, when you look at the map of the state, it's a, it's, it's a lot of red, right? Like, and uh, I, people tell me like, it's always been a little bit like that, but like, it's, it just feels that like this is the most divided this country has been in a very long time. What about you, David? What do you, what do you get oh, from it? I mean, 
for a lot of that stuff, it's more of I've and I've said this when what's his face got elected, Trump when he was elected, like the first time, right? It was like there is someone there's someone that we elected that is backing up a lot of horrible things and horrible ideals that the United States I think was I don't know, keeping, not keeping on the wraps, but sort of keeping it down rather than, you know, making it a lot more vocal. Does that make sense? Like, you know, I, I know, what you, I know what you're saying though. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, sure. I mean, everybody has some sort of prejudice. Everyone, you know, everyone has their own mentality, but I think when you have someone that has gone out on record saying things that are suggestive of all these things, people are saying, Hey, somebody's finally having my same viewpoint let me take it a step further and actually say the things that i was thinking you know what about you angel i think it's it shows how i think it shows a couple of things i think the the first thing that it shows is how the campaigns were run kind of to divide right um and I think campaigns in general, I don't know about other countries, but in the U.S., at least in this area, right, um, campaigns are don't vote for so-and-so because they mean this, they mean that, right, versus you should vote for me because I do this or I do that, right? So kind of like pointing the finger at the other guy has been 90% of the ads and 90% of the campaign, Um which leaves little room to kind of focus on what you actually need to focus on. Um, and also uh, it puts you on attack mode, right? So you're, if you're pointing the finger on somebody, you're saying you're attacking them. You're saying you didn't do this. You didn't follow up with this. You needed to do this better. Um, and it puts everybody on edge, right? Because they envision America or their town in a weird way. Damn, damn job how to do me like that. Uh, they envision their town like going in another direction. Um, and then it leads people to be fearful. And then everybody starts to vote out of fear as opposed to voting for actual like uh, policies. And the fact that it's so close just goes to show um, how fear is a really successful tactic to use um, for better or for worse. Um, it's successful because, you know, look at where we're at right now, right? Like, people fear a Trump world and then Trump supporters fear a Biden world. And it kind of doesn't really make anybody happy at the end of the day. Right. You should feel, you should vote for somebody because you, I don't know. I, I feel like you should vote for somebody because you want them to be in office versus like voting for people because you just want to get somebody out um, or prevent somebody from being there. So it's not the it's not the best scenario right like this if you're gonna look at it from like there's different universes and the upside down and all that stuff this is not the best timeline to kind of like travel through but you know we have a decision to make we got a choice to make and it's going to impact the rest of the world whether we want to see it as that or not yeah i think it's i think it definitely impacts like more of the world than we think or maybe the, the u.s thinks um I, it's interesting you said like you shouldn't, you should, you should want to vote for someone who's going to go in and make the change and not just to get someone out. But I think like, um, all, all I'll say is like, I was, um, 
I've only been for us as you don't know this, like I've only been in the States. Actually, it was seven years, I think, uh, about a week ago, actually. So I've been up here like seven years, but I didn't know happy much. Happy anniversary. Yeah, happy it was a big deal. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm like, welcome you guys and everyone else. It's awesome. But um, it's a weird time to it? celebrate. Yeah, right. <laughs> happy COVID. I mean, uh, like, and then the, and a, and a little like spinoff of this celebration, like Angel, you were 30 in May, right? Yeah. So I'm supposed to turn 30 in August. This shit might not even be over in August. Right? Welcome to the club of nobody gives a fuck about your birthday. (laughs) And then David, when you become 30, let's hope to fucking God this shit still isn't going on because that would be a very... Well, I also think, you know, that's that's a good point that you brought up, like uh, the situation with COVID. um, Because I I do think to kind of like circle back to the election and like why it's like 50-50... I think that COVID almost made it so that it's 50-50, right? And I say that because um, you know how in 2016, there was the election and people were saying, we're living in a bubble. Wherever you're at, you're in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And there are other people who object to that bubble somewhere else, right? It was so like weird because I, nobody thought that Trump was going to be, I don't even think Trump thought he was going to win the election. No, I think he in was doing it for the publicity. And then he did. And everybody's yeah. like, what? How did that happen? Right? I think COVID kind of like sealed us indoors um, and allowed us to focus on like, you know, social media or whatever, you know, your household has. Like that was kind of like the mediums that you were digesting stuff by and information by. And when you have an election with all that stuff going on like you kind of see like those capsules again probably even more intensified than before because you haven't even been like breaking bread sharing the same table with those people who oppose you right or oppose your vote right let's not say like oppose you your beliefs or whatever but oppose your votes or voting for the other guy um and so now you're just like in this weird spot where you've just been digesting stuff for a long time in your own capsule and now you're seeing like this 50 50 split so close um, COVID's really done a number on us. I hope that when we get out of this, we can really just, I don't know, let out a sigh of relief and just talk to each other as human beings about the stuff that matters and not really, you know, get annoyed about who you voted for and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, like everyone does want to get back to normal life. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Right. Like everyone wants to get the sense of normalcy. Everyone wants to like, you know, it's really, um, it's really tough. I'm sure you guys have it as well. When you walk by in the streets and you see more and more places boarded up, more and more places empty, and uh, or, or like you know how at least New York City really thrived on tourism. As I'm sure a lot of cities in the US do, right? And yeah. I probably mentioned this before on podcast. I'm I'm all for um, like with the lockdown. Like I'm all for like not having open what isn't necessary, right? And like for example, the vet. Uh, if you take your animal to the vet, at least on we go to, they you call them when you when you're there with your dog or your cat, whatever animal you have, and they come, they come take it, and then uh, once they're inside with your animal, like observing or going through stuff that's with your dog, whatever, uh, they call you and they say, all right, this is the examination, this is what we're doing, what should we look for, this and that, whatever. Then they bring the the animal out and that's it, and you stay out the whole time. And like practices like that, I think will go a long way to help prevent the spread and no one wants to do it and like look it's like you mentioned david it's going to start getting colder and uh, but i don't know i mean did you guys see the england lockdown everything yesterday 
Yeah, I have um, a client Gyms. of mine who's going so, through it right now because she's under lockdown now. So that's a hard hit. It's a hard hit. And like, honestly, it's interesting. Let's say on the gym stand front, just on one, one aspect where like we spoke to JD and he came on like a few weeks ago. Right. And like, we spoke about how, well, their gyms closed like about a week after ours in March, but they opened like about a month before and their approach with the masks, right. Was that you didn't have to wear one unless you're, unless you're going, unless you're coming into the club or you're going to a workout space. Once you're at your squat rack, once you're here, you can take it off. Right. Like everyone's entitled their own opinion. That's what it was, right? And like, look, like it's not to say, oh, the gym's been the main spread, um, but now they've closed again altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious so, to see what those numbers are like. Um, I know England is a smaller country, right? So yeah. I don't know, like, what it's like, like what the percentages are, but you know, that's that's a very hard hit because even now, especially now, right? I don't know what the weather's like over there either, but I'm assuming it's similar to New York in the sense like you might get some days that are like 60, 70 degrees. Not there, even right? now. Not there even it's, now. Like no, it's, like there I'd say, I don't, know if, I don't know if JD mentioned this when we had him on, but like it's pretty much the weather there is milder in terms of the heat and the cold. So like it doesn't, like now it won't get warm and it's not freezing cold, but now it like, and no, and I don't know if, I don't know if remember if you guys remember if I've mentioned, but it rains like a lot in England. Like it rains a lot. Yeah. I saw that and, on Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter, like is, I mean, school isn't like that. I will break our lists. I'm sorry. Oh, word. but uh, yeah, I didn't have a wand or an owl or a broom. Sorry to. I thought you played rugby for Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> it was Hufflepuff. All right. Hufflepuff. Oh shit. You ain't even, you're not even Jack. You're not even one of the good houses. You one of the other ones. No one cares about. But. <laughs> nah, Gryffindor. Gryffindor was up. I know, but David like said, nah, half up for. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brought me back down to earth. But anyway, it's so going back to your uh, your point of the weather. Like the weather's not even like good. And mm. I saw JD posted something on a story with um, uh, like his walking out at his by his flat or in, out the outside part of his flat or something. So like, mm-hmm. and, and I think. They've said there are lockdowns. No, a flat is an apartment. Yes, for our um, my American. I think they say that in the U.S. too. Flat. That's flat. I know people, but I'm not going to name names on the air. But anyway, his apartment is flat. Whatever. Garage, 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 whatever. Okay, but uh, their their lockdown is until the second of December. But I think they have a stimulus package until March. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So. There's a meme I saw that was like, hmm, lockdown till December, stimulus package till March. Sounds a bit dodgy. So um, I was just about uh, the the stupid American in me was like, damn, but they got to spend Thanksgiving indoors, but y'all don't have. They don't do Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. But Christmas still. like Christmas is know. a big deal. But Christmas if is a you're, big deal. Yeah, but if they're open up for Christmas. Now, that's, that's going to be tough uh, when it comes to like – uh, the economy and sales of mm. gifts for Christmas, right? Because now yeah. would be a time where you go out and you buy stuff for Christmas. I mean, everybody waits to the last minute. I think it's in human nature to do that. I don't think that's <laughs> exclusive to us. Right. Uh, like this would be a time where like you grab stuff up. Um, and if you're going to only have that opportunity between December 2nd to December 25th to kind of like grab as much stuff as you can, like that's going to be crazy on UPS or the equivalent of right. UPS, FedEx over there. Um, and everybody else. Yeah, I think it's it's, and that's where like I spoke to some from people there about like it's interesting, right? Because 
companies like Amazon have like thrived in the pandemic, right? Like they have yeah. never, they've probably never made this much money, probably never had this many deliveries. Like Chewy as well. One of my clients told me about Chewy as Chewy. well. Mm-hmm. So these, yeah, these are some of these uh, companies have made so much money and it's a little sad. I think we're very fortunate as fitness professionals that we're able to do it. And I think, um, I also think like for, it's funny because a client of mine this morning, I trained a virtual and she said like, oh, you still working out? I was like, I've got, I like personally me, I wasn't gloating or bragging. But I was like, I've got to do it five times a week because it's, it's so important for my mental health. And I know we mentioned we're going to deal with, talking about dealing with stress. Like, I don't know how this installed with me as I, I was young, but I think my parents knew that I had somewhat of a lot of energy and like a lot of tension perhaps. And they said like, go out for a run, I go out, do something, go out and exercise. And that's just been my mentality with dealing with stress the whole time. And I know when talking to clients, sometimes I, fa- I found this hard to relate, but like, if I told them like, I don't drink alcohol when I'm stressed, like for them, mm-hmm. sometimes that's not always easy to relate. And I understand, I, I, I think I'm pretty, sensitive to understand that that can be just a more comfortable outlook for some people no right or wrong no judgments just saying that's how it is but for me it's always been exercise and it's not saying that it's it's for everyone but that's and then when it comes to the election when it comes to anything stressful working out has just always been working out has always been my way of dealing with stress and uh that's why i said i was like oh i've got to do at least five times a week. And I think, mm-hmm. cause I'm still like about working out indoors. I'll try and do it once. I try and do it outdoors. I mean, we've, we've got some good weather coming up now. We're able to do outside, but uh, I think that will be tough when it gets like December to be able to do anything outside. I think that's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, I agree. Like taking a turn towards like stress relief and like how to overcome it. I think even when it gets colder, we can find some sort of like stress relief by just walking outside. Right. Yeah. Like, bundle up, do what you got to do, put your gloves on, put your boots on, but just getting outside, being outdoors. I mean, we're fortunate enough. Uh, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I got to get my body fat game up. And if I'm going to survive a workout, I have have plenty. No, the thing is like (laughs) with playing sports in high school, we played uh, like lacrosse. Sometimes you play it in the fall to practice and stuff like that, or or whatever it is, you just go and play outside. So that reminded me, like I said, bundle up, get your huge bubble coat on, do some kind once, of things. Once you get moving sometimes as well, like it's actually not so bad. Like once you get moving, it's maybe just like your um, outer extremities are such as your hands that are not covered by anything that like, cause that's last Wednesday it was kind of raining, but like, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm already at the club. I want to walk outside. And it was disgusting. Well, I was like, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Let's get like an hour in. But my hands were kind of cold, but point was, I'm outside, you know, and I think like it's, um, it's not so bad. You know, you get, um, excuse me, you layer up and you don't say it's, it's, it's not too bad and whatever. But like, I think, yeah, I, it will be interesting to see come December, uh, hoping there's still the outlet of, of gyms for us to be able to go to. And, um, but I agree with what you're saying, David, like if you just bundle up and this is, it's interesting because now if you're training outside, you've got daylight to work with. Right. So it's getting dark at like 430 here because of daylight savings went on a Sunday. I felt like I was a mountain man when I was telling my clients, just wait till November 1st. (laughs) The clock is going to go back and then we're going to get this amount of uh, daylight hours. And then I told my evening clients, we're going to have to push back a little bit. We're going to have to do this down the third. And I started looking for places that were well lit versus dimly lit. And at certain times, like I was just like, out there i know one of my buddies um he'll never listen to this podcast but i still won't say his name but he was like um 
one of these days like we were in central park or something like that and he heard like a quack and he was like oh that's a this sort of duck like a mallard duck or something like that and we're like what the hell are you talking about he's like yeah whatever uh and same thing with like when it was raining he's like oh the rain's coming from the northeast so that gives us like 45 minutes between like whatever whatever and i was just like yo where are you picking this stuff up like we grew up in the same city like you grew up in harlem like what's what's going on but all that's to say like i started feeling that way when i started paying more attention to uh kind of like when it was colder when it was warmer daylight versus nighttime dimly lit areas versus well-lit areas and then also like surfaces as well right because like if it rained last night or if it rained within the hour you can't have your client on the grass because when they're going to do something they're more likely to slip right so you got to like pay more attention to those little things yeah i agree that's something to think about go on sorry david we have them roll around in the mud (laughs) is that what you do with your people do some get-ups random (laughs) david's like warm up let's go you get grounded right yeah you're sticking to the floor so literally that cue when you're like doing deadlifts stick your feet into the ground and try to spread the ground apart with your feet if you're (laughs) and they're just sinking into the mud dave was like keep going (laughs) no i have somebody later this afternoon and hopefully it doesn't get too dark by the time we're done yeah i think um yeah, I think that five o'clock is starting. If you start your session at five, it's going to get dark. So yeah. 4.30-ish to probably 5.30 is probably yeah. the latest that you want to be um, just to get some daylight or whatever like that. But I also make a point, like there was one client I trained and we started um, not quite seven, but 6.45 because it made time, gave her extra time, whatever. But like it was pitch black. This is a four, three or four weeks ago. It was pitch black until like 6.50. Right. Then I like five off uh, the hour of 7 a.m. So much light, but like it's pitch black until that point. And like that's the thing, like, say again? In the morning? Yeah, it was in the morning, um, like in midtown, low town, uh, downtown. And uh, like lower she went to the wrong, what's up? Is it lower town? <laughs> low yeah, town. Where the say f- that? Low fuck town. are you? F- <laughs> I'm on the lower town, mid, mid New York, Manhattan. lower side of the town. Lower side uh, of the Manhattan. Seven a.m. once, and I think I left my place at six fifteen. It was fucking dark. Yeah. So I thought it was like one o'clock in the morning. Now you got well, the headlamps out. Well, I told you how on Thursday, I yesterday I like it was like I always put my alarm for like ten of a quarter of the hour, and usually if I have a six a.m. I do it for like ten of quarter of five, and then it's like I look at my phone. I'm in the bathroom. And it's a six six a.m. I was like, oh. <gasps> fuck i'm supposed to be there at 6 a.m i'm sure this still happened to us but like anyway thankfully i like you never you never rode so fast on a city bike huh yeah that always nah man before it's it's definitely happened to me definitely happened to me uh but not thank god it hasn't been like a lot of times right like i'm not it's just like like, rare it's probably like once a year once a year you're just like say you can count on one hand in your in your five six years of training you can count on one hand how many times that's happened i know yeah Weird. but uh what about you remember, guys what is sorry go, angel go ahead no i was just gonna say uh this is something sort of unrelated but i remember one time i was so we work at 76 right and then i was at like 96 in broadway or something like that and you know how you get the chime for when you have a training session i think i probably i probably told this story already 10 of the hour i think right yeah 10 of the hour and then it was a client and i had just gotten like a starbucks iced green tea it was in the summer and uh 
I saw the I saw the chime and I looked at my phone because sometimes you have like reoccurring appointments and it's just like whatever you don't even think about it but then it just pops up and I saw it and I was just like shit and this was before city bike so oh, I just like chugged like half of the iced tea threw it out and I just booked it and I made it there with like two minutes to spare so you ran I ran wow. I flew I flew it happened to me happened to me once where <laughs> literally I was the angel like <laughs> yeah. Angel was just zooming. Just zooming around. It happened to me once where I was training someone, and luckily this person is very close in my neighborhood. And I think we we're supposed to meet at nine in the morning, and I get a text at nine oh one that wakes me up. And she's like, "Hey, uh, I'll see you in a minute." I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I got fucking got up. I wet my face. You know, got my hair, put something on, booked it. And it was like nothing ever happened. Yeah. I know if you can yeah. recover by that, yeah. like it's all good, you know? It's you all feel good. like you a pro. Can, yeah, you can be like, oh, I saved it. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. Can. That's when you really feel like a fitness professional. Everybody wonders, when do you feel like a professional? It's like when you make that happen. That's when, when I made that time when you got like time against you. Like, and my client off, like, because the clubs right now aren't open before the hour, or at least it's 6 a.m. Yeah, that's the. It's tough, right? But so for the member perspective, like he can't, or he or she cannot access the club until 6 a.m. Yeah. So they don't actually come to meet on the floor until maybe five after. Mm. So that's where I like bought me a little bit of time as well. And like, I think he was just start stretching, but like it's, and the thing as well is like, it does, it's, if it's out of your control, but it's funny you mentioned that chime, the, the notification, because even something i don't know what it is a google calendar or the apple calendar i don't know what it is but i've even had like sessions that three equinox were canceled or moved the and the, it pops up right yeah so yeah, like that happens to me when i had like i was like i don't train this person anymore. i haven't seen this something. person in three years yeah <laughs> what's mark doing i don't know who mark is anymore <laughs> whoever you know whoever it is whatever but like it's but like you said i've it's happened to me when i've been like oh i completely forgot the time or like who was it i can't remember uh, it's happened to me before and I've like, I've not realized the time and it's like, it's, it happens. It's like, it happens to all of us. But like, if you're able, like I said, if you're able to recover um, and, and you're good, but like, yeah, I, um, wanted to, I, I wanted to circle over towards like the stress relief stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I also had like another thing that I wanted to say uh, in regards to stress relief, aside from exercise, uh, this week has been a little bit crazy. And, um, I know that I have like a headache going on. And at first I thought it was COVID. So I didn't tell you guys this, but you know, breaking news. So I thought I had COVID, right? Everybody thinks that they had COVID at some point in time during this whole, I thought I had COVID like five times in a month last month. <laughs> David actually did get COVID. So yeah, kind of like, like, once you have it, like you're kind of looking for the signs. You're like, can I smell something? Can I taste something? Whatever. Um, but yeah, I started having like this tension headache and I never really get tension headaches at all. I get migraines like probably once every three years. I know Jacques remembers the story um, when we were doing the, that sleep thing and I had the migraine. I was we'll going, circle back to that. We'll circle, yeah, we'll circle back to that. A migraine and a tension headache. It's all so, the same to me. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll, we'll dive into that a little bit after this. But yeah, so I thought I had COVID because I had like this headache and it happened around like Monday, Tuesday. And um I fell asleep Tuesday night and I sort of had the headache and I took some Tylenol. Then I woke up Tuesday, uh, Wednesday morning and I still had the headache. So I canceled like sessions and stuff like that. I told people, I was like, let me just check this out. You know, I might be freaking out for no reason. Uh, I got a COVID test. 
Wednesday morning and then it came back fine Thursday afternoon. Um, but you know, all that's to say, like during that time period, I was just thinking in my head, I was like, you got to get over this. It's probably just a headache. It's probably just nothing, but how are you going to get over this? Right? Like we practice so much with our clients about like stress relief tactics, um, that we almost forget that we have to do it as well. So I, you know, shut everything off, all the electronics off. And I just rolled out a yoga mat, got, it sounds silly, but got a little like cover sheet and just laid down on the ground. I know baby Yoda does this from time to time. He takes his day naps. Listen, I, freaking, I, I fell asleep on the floor one time. I was, uh, I was watching something. <laughs> it's was, different when it's intentional versus unintentional. Yeah, man, I was watching something. I sit on the floor cross leg cause it's comfortable. Right. And it was passed out. I was like, you know, playing some music or something and, I was getting really sleepy and I just like, like <laughs> and it was very comfortable. I think I suffered like 15, 20 months. You know, there's like almost nothing more rewarding than when you find like a nice spot on the floor that you can just like chill. Like sometimes you just sit in your couch or whatever, but like when you're like sitting on the floor and like your head is on the couch, you know, and you're just like chilling and you're just like, damn, this spot is good. And then you just, it's just like, I don't know, you find new spots. Maybe I'm just being whatever. But anyway, so meditating or doing deep breathing, uh, breath work while lying down sometimes helps with relieving stress. Um, I noticed to try to focus on my breath. I know the Apple Watch also has a feature where uh, it targets your breath, right? So it says, you know, it vibrates and it tells you to inhale and then it releases and then it tells you to exhale during that time, right? And then it monitors your heart rate as well. And it says your heart rate was at whatever it was, 70 beats per minute. And now it's at 50 beats per minute. Um, so I started doing that stuff and that seemed to work um, as well as like, I got rid of coffee for a couple of days as well. So I stopped drinking coffee. Today was my first day with coffee. Maybe that's why you had a headache. It's possible. Cause I also switched coffees probably like a month and a half ago. I was using some uh, whole foods coffee and then I switched to Cafe Bustelo and that shit is like gasoline. But I guess we can talk about different coffees and stuff like that a little bit later. But, oh, the tension headache versus migraine. Tension headache is kind of like, or at least for me, it's kind of um, when you feel like a pressure and it's like specific and it like comes in waves and you kind, of, you kind of like feel your pulse through like your head, right? Like your temple area specifically, just like boom, boom, boom. Um, migraines for me, at least personally, I start to, everybody has different, versions of migraines is what I noticed. I know Javert, um, a guy that we worked with, he also had some migraines and he told me a couple of cues to like get out of them. But um, like for me, I start to see blind spots. So it's actually pretty freaky, but I like my vision just goes away. Slowly I start to see, you know, when you look at the sun or look at like some high beams or something like that and then you look away. Exactly. Like you start to see that. That's what I go through when I have, um, migraines and then i also the the blind spot is the cue to go home or like get to a spot where you could like chill um so i started seeing blind spots and then i also get like sweaty like cold sweats and things like that by the time the cold sweats hit i have about like 15 minutes to do what i gotta do um because when it hits i'm out for like three to five hours yeah and that's just not great do you want, can I tell the story about the the last migraine I saw in person? Yeah, sure. Why not? So, um, me and Angel doing the T-Rex curriculum as a catch-up, right? Because I think we both missed it. Yeah. And um, Sorry, I missed it again. We, yeah. 
So, um, but anyway, we're at this, um, we're at this catch-up workshop. And I think it was like on sleep or re- it was a regeneration, like sleep focused one. Yeah, it was sleep focused. And Angel's like, oh man, like to the instructor, he's like, oh man, I don't feel so good. And the instructor's also like, uh, collaborates with, um, uh, how do I put it? He does, I think he's just, uh, more innovation. So he's always working and connecting with companies who are like, testing out different products and uh there was a cbd cream right he suggested put on your head <laughs> and then um angel puts it on his forehead <laughs> and uh, it took me everything to not laugh because he was like <laughs> he felt he didn't make no i'm not i'm not um reviewing the product by any means but like i just think it was funny that like Angel went ahead, did it, and I think he just didn't feel any better. But he 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 got home. He was like, "I probably look like a fucking idiot with that shit on my forehead." Yeah, to kind of like elaborate it in properly. No, to elaborate on what was going on because I I don't care. Like it's fine. You laugh at me. I laughed at myself because I thought that shit. But you know, to our listeners, to our listeners, I want you to reflect on the last time you were at a meeting, right? And you were not feeling so great and you were trying to contain it as much as possible and just imagine you're in a meeting with a couple of you know co-workers and you know people that you're actually trying to build a team with so you're doing team building stuff so you know it's, it's relatively new space familiar faces but you're trying to create something and all of a sudden like i started getting blind spots and then my body started to overheat so like i told the guy i was like hey i'm not feeling so well He's like, oh, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to ride this out, but you know, I'm not feeling too great. And then all of a sudden, my body just turns on the heat. Boom. And I start sweating, right? And so I'm taking off my layers, and you know, it's a relatively cool space. It's not necessarily hot. Hot, oh, no. T-shirt, and my T-shirt is damp, like moist. Like, I can't hide that. And then he's like, oh, you feeling all right? And I wasn't participating. You know, I was taking drinks of water. And, you know, you're just trying to work shit out, right? Like in a meeting space, you're trying to work it out. You're like, I don't know what I need. Is it water? Is it coffee? I don't know. Um, and then he's like, uh, I got some CBD cream. And then he gives me the CBD cream. And I'm just, all right, cool. So I start putting it a little bit, you know, on the temples, on the forehead. And I'm shifting my feet around. You know, when you're just uncomfortable, you're just like, yo, I cannot, right? But you can't stand up because it's like a room full of like, you know, people, then you're having a meeting, you're collaborating. Um, but I clearly wasn't. And, you know, I had some Tupperware out, I took the Tupperware out. And then I put the Tupperware back, like I was just doing shit that didn't make sense. I had a folder, I opened it up, I closed it, I started moving my pen around, clicking my pen. And I was like, yo, I, I think I texted Jacques. I was like, dude, I, I don't think I'm gonna make this. Then, this was supposed to be like a five hour long meeting. And this it was, was like four hours. First, yeah, three, four, yeah, four hours. hours. And it was like the first like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Not even 10, 20 minutes in, you were like, oh. probably, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I just <sighs> got out of that room. I, I told him, I was like, uh, I'm sorry. I think that I'm just going to have to like leave. I'm not feeling too good. Uh, we're going to have to make this up at another time. He's like, yeah, 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 no problem. Luckily, it was super cool, super chill, you know, understood, yeah, very true, understood right? everything and all that stuff. Um, and we're lucky to work in the wellness space where it's like, we can do that stuff, right? Like, even if we're sitting down for too long, it's not uncommon for people in like the fitness wellness industry to just stand up during a meeting. Whereas like you try to tell your clients that and they're just like, there's no way in hell I'm going to stand up in the middle of my meeting. But anyway, um, or have a meeting outside. Anyway, he was super chill, super understanding. So, you know, he said, keep the CBD. And I said, all right, cool. My hands were like sweaty anyway. I'm sure he didn't want it. Uh, so I get out of there and I'm waiting for the elevator and you know, my shirt, I just grabbed, threw everything in my bag, right? So I'm still on the t-shirt, t-shirt stamp. I got my jacket in one hand, sweater in another. 
book bag in another and I'm at the elevator, I'm hitting the button and it's taking too long. And then all of a sudden my body like, you know, just drops. It like feels like the temperature just dropped. And I started getting really cold and I was like, I'm not going to make it right. Cause now I'm thinking, can I take the city bike? Hell no. Can I take the MTA? Hell no. I don't want to be struggling on a, you know, MTA car. Right. So then I said, I need some place to go. And I found the restroom. I went to the handicap stall. I'm sorry to anybody who couldn't use it during that time period. And I just worked some shit out. You know, you got to fight your demons. And that was about it. And that's all she wrote. And then I also texted uh, my dad. Shout out to my dad. He was driving home from New Jersey at that time. Uh, we hadn't seen each other in a while. And he just uh, scooped me up. I said, I'm Dad, sh- I'm right struggling. Now. I have CV yeah. all over my face. <laughs> I and said, I can't see where I'm going. It's I all said, over my eyes. <laughs> I, need this, I need this ASAP. I need this ASAP. Call me when you're downstairs. Cool. I'll send you the address. Boom. I'm kind of yeah. blind right now. The CBD's blind. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I was working some shit out. Dude kept cleaning the restroom. Must have went by like five, ten times. <laughs> okay, so did you, did you faint or did you... It was like up? borderline faint. So, like, I don't know how it affects... I don't know if it's me specifically because I have colitis or whatever. But it just made me want to throw up. Like, every time I get a migraine, vomiting pursues, like... Vomiting I think I've had a migraine where I needed what I was nauseous. The thing with me is I don't know whether, and I've had headaches all the time. Like I, yeah. I get a lot of headaches. My mom used to do that, get that all the time. And there are times where I don't even know if it's a fucking migraine or if it's just a headache because I haven't slept or if it's a headache because I'm hungover or if it's a headache because of blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But there have been times where I've had headaches and it's kind of like pulsating. And then there are times where yeah. I'm just fucking nauseous. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So that that's the other thing too. Like I was, I was happy because I already knew what it felt like to get a migraine. Um, because I had the last time I had a migraine like that actually on that day was the day before. And I'll explain that in a little bit. Um, but prior to that, the last time I had it was when I was in high school. So I was probably like, I don't know, like 16, 17. And, uh, that was also a funny story because I started losing vision in the middle of my class. And I told my teacher, I was like, Hey, I can't really see that. Well, like I have these blind spots. She was like, you need to go to the nurse's office, right? So the nurse's office. And I tell the nurse and she's like, are you on any medications? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, she's like, you're probably going to get the migraine and it's going to feel like hell. So we need to get you out of here. And you know how high school is, right? People make fun of you and do stuff or whatever. Um, Hey, yo, look at this bum. Yeah, for real. (laughs) So uh, I said, can we do this like on the low? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we could do it on the low, call your mom or whatever. (laughs) That didn't happen because somebody was working or something like that. I don't want to like throw anybody under the bus, but that didn't happen. What happened was FDNY came to my high school and they pulled (laughs) me out in like a wheelchair. (laughs) The worst possible thing that you could even think of for a high school student. And it wasn't even when like people were like in class. It was when people were changing classes. They get me out of the wheelchair and they get me out and they're just like rolling me around the hallways. Looking at me like, yo, what's going on with this kid? He can't, he can't feel his legs. He's like rabies. He can't feel his legs. I told my teacher, I was like, oh, oh, I'll, I'll have to text somebody for the homework. Or I'll for the homework. All right, get better. It was bad. Oh, man. I could just, I can just picture you right now <laughs> in the wheelchair and be like, no, can't see where I'm going. Yo, that was no, Next thing you know, I was in the hospital. And my parents. <laughs> Do they even sound the fire truckers? are like, 
<laughs> it's no, just no, you no, in the that back. Shit, that shit was crazy. <laughs> the worst experience for a high school student. I mean, I went through oh it. Oh my god! Some people know the full <laughs> story. So Some people funny. don't know the full story. But I was definitely a weird kid in high school. So still weird now. Doesn't matter. I, I'm not much better. I I'm not much better at high school. I wasn't like. If anything, I'm one of those as well where, like, when I look back in high school and I look at people who are perhaps, like, some social groups or whatever, and now I'm like, oh, well, you're a bum now, aren't you? So <laughs> it's kind of how I see it. I'm not, like, I'm not mad. I'm just like, okay, you do your thing. I'm over here. And, and what's funny as well is, like, so being where I'm from in the UK in England, I'm still friends with a lot of people back home, but some people I've not heard from in a long time or honestly, like some people, since I moved over, I never heard from again. Like, and that's just, it is what it is. And, um, but some people have reached out like once they see that I was like, Oh, I've been here four years or five years. And they realize that like, I'm like living in the, in the streets of Manhattan or whatever. They're like, Oh, Hey, how did you get your, your, how did you do your passport? This, that. And I'm like, motherfucker, I have not heard from you in six years. And mm-hmm. you're going to ask me how to do a passport. How about like a little, hello, how have you been? Like, and that's why like, it's just funny um some people again like may have not like i i just think like there's not that meme like or that joke like you never know what happened to the people you were mean to in high school what is it again um hmm. do you guys remember that no i don't remember that, be careful who you mean to in high school that's uh, it right interesting be careful yeah. who you mean to in high school whatever like it's like people get on but like it's just funny as well like um because i was like a late bloomer as well so i was actually believe it or not like i was one of the smaller people from my year my age and came like 17 i was fucking tall than most people and whatever it's but yeah, yeah so i got fucked a, up knees bro yeah can you imagine if i didn't have fucked up knees how much taller i'd be i'm saying be that's in the fucking nba oh that's why i fucked up knees i mean that's why people, a lot of kids get like uh tendonitis right like in their knees from like growing pains or whatever but um yeah i had the craziest growing pains in like my achilles tendon did anybody else go through that was that just me i think I alex think might I, ever, have. I don't think i've ever gone through growing pains Yo, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, that's why I'm told you, you David. Me. Yeah. You guys are told me. Yeah. But I don't know when did, uh, uh doesn't really matter. I was going to ask like, when did you stop growing? But everybody like stops growing. Probably like, I and think sometime in your twenties, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you start growing 25. like early twenties. Yeah. I think like, um, I, I think, think I my stop growing at 18. Well, they grow, they grow, um, they, they grow, grow earlier soon, right? earlier sooner than mm-hmm. us as well so like that's why like, you're 14 they're all like two heads told and you're like fuck but then like um isn't that weird like did you ever look at like your high school or middle school pictures and you're just like damn this dude was like disproportionate you know what i mean yeah. like people like your hands grow like really big before like everything else grow or your arms grow really long and you're just like it's like alfie like, alfie's ears are like have never changed size he's always had the smallest head smallest body and the body and head just grows into that head yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. yeah, you know your eyes are the same size when you're a baby. Are you serious? Yeah. Damn. Well, yeah. thank God for some babies with big eyes that they'll grow into them. That's what I'll say. I was just think about that. I gotta sit on that one. Holy smokes! I didn't. I didn't realize that. You ever seen you know like where babies I got that from? Where Snapple Cap? Snapple Cap. Yo. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's on the inside of the caps. They have yeah. the facts. Yeah, they used to have those facts. Did they, they have that in do. the UK as well? Um, possibly. I wouldn't. Even if they did, I probably wouldn't have drunk it. Damn. You never had Snapple? Um, I'm not crazy about it. I also have. I, I don't know what age, right? I started getting really sensitive teeth, and mm. and then like, and the other thing as well was like, um, 
I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but I told you I used to work behind a bar in England. So when I was like 16, 17, I was learning the ropes. But anyway, between the ages of like 17 and like 22 for four or five years, I had access to whatever soft drinks I wanted. And then things like any kind of soda on tap, like you can just have, it's just like, Mm -hmm. like a box of syrup costs like not even a dollar. And then you can charge like $2, $3 for each drink. Like you make so much money. It's like a little bit of syrup is nothing. So anyway, we're allowed to have that on tap. And so the first like months I was doing the job, I'd have like two or three diet Cokes, like a night, like easy, like no problem. But like anything, when you're exposed to something and when you, um, when it's in front of you and you can have it every day, you just learn that it's like you you have your dose, you get sick of it. And thankfully over time, like I did, and also I wasn't sleeping, right? Like I would get home, I was like really wide up till like 5 a.m. The long story short, I moved over and I just realized I was able to kind of like, and it also started hurting my teeth as well. So like, um, yeah, whenever I have Coke, it like, it, it's a weird feeling on my teeth. I don't, I don't, that's why I don't drink it much anymore. It it's just, like, it's a weird yeah, feeling. Yeah, I don't. Grippy, it's very grippy. Yeah, and it's even like we, uh, me and Alex love uh, Tacombi. I know, uh, Angel, you know the one on the West. Oh, you probably know as well, David. The one on the uh, 79th in Amsterdam. So we love, we love Tacombi. And like, what? I think she had like a pineapple drink, and uh, my teeth were like, oh man, they were struggling. It's really, really sensitive. Um, like it hurts. And yeah, and like I also mm. actually got cavities uh, uh, filled as well. I had four cavities. I did them twice in like in a week, mm. but. Um, so, but anyway, I think that's been like a saving grace, but like the thing that like, like ice cream, right. is like a sweet tooth of mine as well. So like, that's hard to kind of like, Yo, I've never the... seen, well, actually I have seen one of my boys takes, uh, I'm trying to find like a good way to say it, but like eats candy almost at the same rate as you do. That's hard to do. That is hard to do. If you've ever well, seen Jacques, like put, <laughs> put like, just have a conversation with him. Put a little handful, a little bowl of Jolly Ranchers or something like that right in front of him. See how fast this man could take down Jolly Ranchers. It's insane. It's cook- well, do you, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was you, Angel. Someone at 76th Street had like a box of cookies. <laughs> And oh, it was man. the kind where, like, you could worst. slip your finger on the side, <laughs> take one, yeah. and you now know it's the back of the box would open. So yeah. I was, I, I was in there, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, no one's gonna fucking know. And I was like, "You know what? Like, do it every like every hour, every two hours." And I'll those Entenmann's Entenmann's cookies with the plastic, like, kind of see-through wrapping on top. That's what it was. <laughs> I fucking was a crush. Like, I don't know, like eight in like an hour. Or but the, like. Jacques was a kid in school where he was a fucking juvenile you're a fucking delinquent nah i i've always no one will know no but actually i think i told you guys about schmackeries didn't i the cookie place near me here Mm-mm, basically no. like it's back up until 10 but during the lockdown it's open until 8 but if you oh, went yeah, at 8 p.m they had the box yeah and oh like, i think you told me about that yeah and i was like and i was supposed to bring some to when we all hung out and i forgot them i was like fuck i had like seven of them we're sitting here at home but um the funny thing Go ahead. Go on. Go on. I wanted to go back to the Entenmann story because I thought that was pretty funny. Well, I'll I'll, I'll let you circle back there. But I, it's so funny because I remember, well, I think our second episode of the trainer feed. So this is going back to like um, April, I think, where we spoke about like uh, Larry's cookies. I actually oh, yeah. have now, I've almost increased it and I have one every single day. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like really excessive to our listeners. But I'll tell you that that, I have, I have, look, I've seen my performance go up and I've seen 
my recovery uh, has a, but I've seen my performance and I've seen my weight and everything like my body transform in a way I'm like, I'm liking. So like it works for me. So come at me, take some shots. I'm having one Larry's cookie a day. Come at me. But anyway, shout out to Larry's cookies. He's doing performance. It will increase your performance. Okay. You're doing ring muscle ups. It'll increase your vertical by 10%. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but going to the Entenmann story, like that, that one was particularly funny because anybody who's worked in a training or fitness kind of like club can probably say that if you leave food in like the lounge area, just open or just there, um, people eat it, right? And especially if it's like snacks or cookies or something like that, not like necessarily Tacos. somebody's Tupperware with food even though that has been eaten has before, happened. like that's debatable. Yeah. Uh, people will get hungry enough and just eat your food. But um, the, un- the Entenmann story was pretty funny because like that box was there and I was, I was there all day that day of the Entenmann's, uh, the, the Entenmann's box day, I guess if you want to call it. Nobody knew whose box that was <laughs> and who left that box there. But when I tell you from like 8 a.m. to like 9 p.m., like, the damage that was done to that box was crazy. That box was actually never open. It was still sealed on all of yeah. its sides. But you could have somebody like Jacques, <laughs> no like, yo, who left that, that there? Who left that there? And then, you know, somebody just ripped open a little bit of the hole in that plastic covering at the top. It was done. I think I got one too. I think one or two. After that, everybody just started going to town. Like it was just like after one session, another person came in, another one came in, Jacques left. Jacques ate one or ate two and then left and then came back. It was like, my client's not here. Let me grab two more. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. My client was late. It was, I was like, "Fuck it!" Was, yeah, uh, it was Mike. Mike kept bringing shit every week, every other week, like just boxes of shit. On a weekend, he didn't have. Yeah, yeah he was. It was just, yeah, it was just funny that nobody actually ever opened that box. That it was just <laughs> from the top. Or from the that's side kind of, to yeah. show. It's like you know when somebody starts something, you know, people just yeah keep going. It's not very honest of me, but I. I I remember Mike would bring some stuff. I think he, when I asked him about it, he's like, well, look, like I ordered this much over the weekend. I didn't want it to be at home. So I would just eat it. So mm-hmm. I brought it into you. And it's funny. Cause one day I said like, oh man, you shouldn't do this. And he's like, what? You don't have willpower. And I was like, oh, fair enough. But uh, that was, that was ho- actually, it's so funny. Um, we'll, we'll wrap it up shortly, but like it, uh, there's some protein bars in the club, at sports club. Mm. And someone said, oh, I'll take them. Damn. I must've had about five. <laughs> There yeah. was a box sitting there, and day? I got one. What's up? In a day? In like two hours. I know that's bricks. my problem. Where You're like shitting bricks. That's yeah, my problem, know. though. Like, I mean, admittedly, it wasn't like a big one. Uh, pause. It was like a small one. Pause. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was just, and it's so funny because like it was uh Someone else had one. He's like, oh, what are these? Who's are these? And he's like, oh, this tastes like shit. <laughs> oh, I think it was me. Are you talk- wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the ones that Javier bought in or something nah, like that? No, this is a sports club last week. Oh, okay. All right. I wasn't there. Yeah. So. Anyway. All right. So we'll wrap up. Um, wrap up. Yeah. Stay tuned for our next episode. I'm sure we got some good stuff uh, lined up for you guys. And uh, de-stress, chill out, and breathe. Breathe. All right. Later. All right. Bye, guys. Deuces.